Hello everyone, welcome to the LFG cast, your one-stop shop for everything lifting, feasting, and gaming related. I am your host, Phantom, joined, as always, by the uh, biggest spreader of cheer, Mr. Zeppin Blade himself. It's me, so joyful. Full of that dawning spirit, of mm. that dawning tiding, whatever you want to call it. So... Listen. When you have the dawning, I don't have a lot of funds in real life, but I can make a lot of cookies. So I'm going to spread cheer and win the holidays, you feel? You got to spread that cheer, man. Mm -hmm. So on today's episode, and this is the last episode before the uh, Christmas holiday and the New Year holiday, so we're probably going to take a two-week hiatus just for the sake of everything. Um, so we wanted to talk about on this week, the main topic is going to be comfort, right? The world is absolute ass right now. Like the only thing I can equate our world to is when the pyramid showed up in destiny. Oh God. That's how it feels. Sometimes. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. Like. Pardon me for pausing and stuff. I'm eating a Christmas cookie. Speaking of baking cookies. Um, so this week I posed a question to the Discord community, to some close friends of mine, and to my Instagram. And I asked, I asked, uh, you know, what, what do you do? What do you go to for comfort, right? Like, what's your go-to comfort food? What's your go-to comfort game or show and typically around this time of year we we tend to indulge in those comforts more so than other times even more so now because you know the world feels like it's ending sometimes so that's going to be the main topic uh but first as always we're going to get into some weekly roundup stuff so uh zef and i got a, a bit of snow Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, did you happen to get any, uh, sick gains in before the, uh, snow came? Uh, I managed to lift on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, and then Wednesday, I was thinking about going early, early before, like, the roads kind of iced up. But basically, what's happened is now I haven't gone since Tuesday, so I'm trying not to be ultramanic about it. But on Monday, yeah, no, we had a we had a dandy old day there in the gym. In the uh, gym? Yeah, one of my supersets, I got a 410 decline for two. And then Ooh. on standing dip, I got... Which is basically you just stand there and press things down. It simulates a dip, but it's on a lever. So on the superset for that, I then got what was it like two hundred for eight. Ooh, okay. So that I was uh, it was nice. By the end of that, my chest was the done, the the big done. You would yep. say. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Um. So Monday, I didn't. I did like a quick. Uh, set of bent over rows with a dumbbell, uh, mm -hmm. some a uh, side lateral raises, 
punched, you know, bent over and just kind of like really focused on opening up my back. Bob and Lock just resubbed for 15 months. Let's go, dude. Pog dinner, but I'll be back. Nice, dude. Um, that's weird. I don't. I thought I wasn't in the affiliate program anymore. Oh well. Well, they're well, just we'll, giving you money for we'll, free. We'll you're figure great. it out. I mean, uh, it's the last one. Okay. All right. So that's neat. Um, so I didn't do too much there, and uh, but what I did do is uh, shoveled today. So mm -hmm. <laughs> that was my workout. And other than that, I had some, I've uh, been eating some Christmas cookies mm -hmm. all week. Baking started. So that's kind of that news. Uh, there is a small bit of gaming news this week that I did want to touch on. So as we discussed last time, Cyberpunk is out. And it's it it seems that it's just getting worse. Um, I don't know if, if you've kept up with it at all, but from everything I have been seeing and kept up with, um, more and more people are discovering bugs. Right? Yep. Uh, it has been a circus. Yeah, it's been a it's been a, a big deal. So. More and more people are discovering bugs. CD Projekt Red is kind of caught pissing in the wind right now. Uh, they're kind of uh, lightly. Yeah. I mean, so I watched Angry Joe do an angry rant. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying, yes, I know not everybody likes Angry Joe, right? Mm -hmm. Some people aren't into his, you know, theatrics of expressing himself. I am. I'm here for it, right? Because mm -hmm. when, like, you strip away the theatrics... He is, like, just being brutally honest when it comes to the gaming industry. And and some of his points are really valid. Um, and when, so when Fallout 76 came out, he just, he dumped on that game, right? Yep. He just straight dumped. And he had every right to. Fallout 76 came out in a horrible state. It was horrible. He did the same thing with No Man's Sky. Uh, Destiny 2, he kind of had a balanced review um, so in this angry rant, he showed off more of the bugs and the glitches he had, and he discussed, you know, the things CD Projekt Red promised to us as gamers, right? Mm -hmm. And at one point in his rant, he said, if Bethesda didn't, doesn't get away with it with Fallout 76, then neither does CD Projekt Red. Yep. And I think that's like a very, a very big thing because I see people online who's like, oh, it's not that bad. It just played on PC, and it's like, no, because people on PC are having these issues. Like, it's not mm -hmm. a strict console problem. And if you're going to vilify Bungie, vilify, you know, Fallout 76, and vilify all these big companies when games come out slightly half-baked, slightly unfinished, not what they told us it was going to be. Like, dude, remember when Curse of Osiris came out? Uh, boy, do I. Yeah, that was worse than, like, The Dark Below. And, like... Yeah. People didn't like The Dark Below. That was... I think that was... People said it... Curse of Osiris was worse than Vanilla D1. Yes. Which is... Which is a big... And if... If you're gonna 
hold all these developers accountable. It shouldn't matter that CD Projekt Red made The Witcher 3. They released the game that they promised on that did not deliver. I think they over-promised and they clearly under-delivered. Um, like, it got to the point where IGN gave Cyberpunk a 4 yeah. out of 10, right? And I know some people don't like IGN's scoring method, but, like, a 4. Yeah, no, I mean... So, like, what was it? Omega, Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire at the time got a 7 because Hoenn had too much water. The Chain of Islands had too much water. Right. So, like, you know, say what you will about their scoring method, but that's, uh, that's not it, man. Like, a four? It's... Come on. I mean, like, you compare something... So, let's let's compare Cyberpunk to something like Mass Effect. Yeah. Right? Now, Mass Effect Andromeda, Andromeda was on a smaller scale than the, than the original three, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Bioware was still, like, at the time, Bioware was, like, can do no wrong. Yes. Like, EA hadn't tarnished their name yet. <laughs> Cough anthem. Yeah, right? People had uh, some issues with Inquisition, but people still generally liked Dragon Age Inquisition. It was still considered a good Dragon Age game, right? Mm-hmm. Mass Effect 3 had its issues, but, like, People still liked it. Like, they say two's the best Mass Effect game, but nobody's like, three is this horrible thing. Don't ever touch three. Yeah. Andromeda came out, and everyone shit on it. Right? You know. Yeah, I, I think that a lot of people thought it was outstandingly mediocre. You know, like, yeah. it was unremarkable in a series that had proven to be kind of just this opus of storytelling and gameplay choices at least right. for the second one right because say what you will about the third one but the second one is actually legitimately one of the best games ever made yeah and so no. it just felt unremarkable compared to the rest of the series no yeah i agree the the second one in is i remember sitting there in college with the trilogy on ps3 mm -hmm. and my best friend said to me hey this is uh this is what you have to do to get the best ending. And I sat there and I did it. I did every side mm -hmm. mission that was, you know, intended. I did every character mission. I upgraded everything. I took the time to upgrade every, you know, I didn't 100% mm -hmm. it, but I enjoyed my time with it. Mm -hmm. um, Mass Effect Andromeda was one of the first games I reviewed on my YouTube channel. And I said, it wasn't amazing, but I, I didn't think it was garbage. I yeah. thought it was an okay game. It did some things right that were interesting and other things it didn't do right. Mm -hmm. um, and from what I hear about Cyberpunk is that when the story hits, when you can play the game and you're in that main narrative, mm -hmm. they dig their claws into you. They're like, no, you're, you don't want to leave Night City. You want to stay here. You want to yeah. play the game, right? It's in moments where it's like a cop teleports to a door behind you. Um, the AI is not working like they promised. There's no real wanted system. You know, you glitch your car into like the ground. It's in those moments that I hear that the immersion breaks. Um, and CD Projekt Red is like, yeah, it's 
What was the, uh, I saw an article. Give me a, give me one second. I saw an article that just kind of made me. Yeah, so Games Radar did an article and the title of the article was uh, the cost of fixing Cyberpunk 2077 is irrelevant compared to restoring company company reputation, says CD Projekt Red. Yeah, and like it's uh the reservoir of goodwill has been depleted. Yeah, their their stock had tanked. I think twenty nine points within twenty four hours of the game launching. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, like honestly, this should this is what should happen. Like Fallout seventy six came out, and I'm gonna use that as the example because that's the most recent example of this, right? Mm-hmm. Fallout seventy six was a game that was promised to be this thing. Wasn't it 40 points? I think it was eventually 40 points. I think yeah. when I first saw it, it was 29. And it may have dropped more. Um, it was this game that was promised to be this big thing. They promised all these systems. They promised all this stuff. And the game came out. Todd Howard became a meme. And everyone mm-hmm. lost faith in Bethesda. Yep. And that's what happened here. And I think that Cyberpunk has a lot of work to do to regain that faith and trust. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. You know, it was it was great. They were the company that was like, no, yeah, we'll give you free DLC and then we'll make full-fledged expansions that are worth the cost of admission, that are in new places, flesh everything out, have new characters, feel worth what you're paying, right? And now it's like, from what I hear, the three different, uh, like, story paths are kind of like undercooked one yep. of the one of the story paths just ends and it like really feels out of place and it feels like it's almost bugged but it's just intention it's intended to end that way i heard the crafting system is not really like fleshed out mm-hmm. um so it's it's a shame because you've got ubisoft on the other hand tanking with watchdogs but apparently doing some things right with valhalla so i don't know if you wanted to play Cyberpunk, don't play it on last-gen consoles. Uh, I said it before, this game should not have been on last-gen consoles, and I think developers are going to have to start leaving last-gen behind. Yeah. Which like, is... Un- it's an unfortunate reality. It's not like we're saying the people who own those consoles deserve to be left behind, but it's just an unfortunate right. reality of the tech. I mean, if, if you go back, look at... So Ubisoft... When PS4 came out, Ubisoft was like, okay, we're going to make two Assassin's Creed games. Mm -hmm. One is going to be for last gen, which was arguably the weaker one. And one is Mm -hmm. strictly going to be for next gen. And then Destiny 2, Bungie was like, you know, PS3 is not going to be, or no, what was it? Rise of Iron was when they stopped PS3 support. Yes. Yeah. They would have just had to redesign everything. Yeah. They were like, we're not, we can't do it. Mm-hmm. And I think developers have to realize we're woefully underpowered at this point in time. Yeah, but but the fact still stands. Even with the current gen consoles, clearly they're not strong enough to run the game that CD Projekt Red wants them to run. Mm-hmm. I mean, even a game like Fallout in the creation engine, like that game does not run well on console. I don't know what it runs like on PC, but I, it does not. It's not optimized for console. And I think we're at the point where developers need to realize when a next gen comes out, 
it might be in their best interest to just make it for next gen by itself. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, they want the money and they want the revenue. And if they make it multiple gens, they'll be able to, you know, get revenue. But they also run the risk of like having this problem. Um, hold on one second. Holding. Um, so, um, like take, uh, Shadow of Mordor, right? Shadow of Mordor was a game that came on both gens. My friend bought it for me for PlayStation 3. I played it and I liked the narrative. It did not look good. Yeah. It like textures were not there. It just wasn't, you know, it wasn't there. Uh, hey, it's Salt says, I think the other problem is that the stock of the new gen of consoles is so limited that having to create for the last gen is almost necessary. Yeah, the I would say in that circumstance, or for especially like this now, anecdotally, mm -hmm. that is very yeah. true. Right. Uh, I would have, I think that blame is on the consoles. Like, I think Sony and Xbox should have known, like, uh, people were gonna want consoles in this time of need i didn't mean to interrupt you mm -hmm. no, no no you're good i just had the one point um but yeah um but you know we'll uh we'll see what happens we'll see if cd project red can uh earn those those good graces or um uh... Or that's going to be a project of years. That's not something that's going to be yeah. fixed. Um, sorry, I had to... I'm like all over the place tonight. <laughs> so, what, uh... They can earn goodwill back. It's going to take time. Yeah, it's going to take time. It's... What the hell? Sorry, I'm reading I'm reading chat and uh my fiance's in chat and she's telling me someone just threw a snowball at her car. Escalate, throw them all off back. Yeah, right? Um So that's just that's the uh the gaming news for the week. Other than that, the dawning is here in Destiny. Castle Nathria is out in World of Warcraft. Zeph and I have been uh making cookies for the past couple of days. Yeah, man. Sending them out to all the good guardians. Okay, hold on one second. Bye. Everybody's going to be like, "What the fuck?" What? It's going to be a different song. Nobody's going to know what happened. <laughs> She's got plus 10 dexterity, plus 15 fuck around and find down. <laughs> I'm recording. This is great. Um, okay. So we're going to get into... So we asked the question to a bunch of people, you know, what do they go to for comfort, right? What's their comfort food? What's their comfort show? Their comfort game? They have a book, things like that. I, I mainly kept it to gaming because we are mainly a gaming podcast. So Zeph... 
in times of sadness or in times of just meh, mm -hmm. do you have a like go-to comfort food or a go-to comfort game? Like one that just makes you feel like you're wrapped in a fuzzy blanket all the time? Hmm. So normally I'll be on D2 and I mean shocking. Literally everyone in the podcast what? gasped and clutched their pearls. Is that uh, place Sims for warmth, the people living at his whims? <laughs> dance for me, puppet, dance! No. Is that playing D2 in this economy? in this economy so i'll play d2 and i really like playing that with people but truthfully okay truthfully uh playing d2 by myself unless there's something i just know i can get done right like that actually kind of puts me in the sad place because i think of how many things i could be doing with people and that just reminds me of the fact that i'm alone and now it's a positive feedback loop so when i when i need to play something for comfort i'm typically not actually gonna solo d2 i'll um one of the things i like to do seasonally now is just like read a book by the fire uh, um very cool zeph's a very classy guy all right <laughs> zeph is like your your typical like midwestern like lumberjack man chops wood <laughs> the man goes to the gym and the man sits by the fire and reads the book I have my uh, I have my pipe and my reading jacket and a fine stout glass. Of wood. That's not true. Um, so I like to do that. Um, you know, I like to obviously go to the gym as my normal kind of release. But if I cannot do that, um, you know, I, I just like to, one of the things I actually do to comfort myself is to check in on people and make sure they're doing okay. Because if I've got all this manic energy built up and I'll just kind of like sit there and vibrate into the 87th dimension. So I just like to gas other people up for comfort, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, um, Gotta hype them up. Yeah, exactly. But otherwise, yeah, you know, like I might play a solo game, read a book by the fire. If there's something I can do outside and focus on, I'll do that. Um, but otherwise, I don't I know a lot of people have either a comfort show or a comfort movie that it's just something they've watched a billion times. They could probably act out the scenes backwards, mm. but they just put it on because it makes them feel good. I don't have one of those, but I think that that's a really good thing to have. Yeah. Yeah, especially like you know, in this in this day and age where things are uh, a little, uh, you know, hesitant and freaky. Um, mm -hmm. Thank you, unique. Thank you for that. Um, so my go-to comforts. So I so, okay. So I have like two things, right? I have a comfort show, which helped me through like the one of the, one of the darkest times of my life so far right because I'm, mm -hmm. I'm still so young uh and that's doctor who and i'm gonna and i'm gonna show chat how much i love doctor who <laughs> show us especially calico calico intensifies calico peep the doctor who collect i actually just bought these for myself this summer i have yet to watch 
any of it. But I bought it because I did not own any of it on DVD, and they took it off of Netflix because, you know, Netflix do be trash sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say Doctor Who and Psych are my go-to comfort shows. But if we're talking about video games, my go-to comfort video game has hands down has, has to be um, Kingdom Hearts 2. You like mm-hmm. easily. I've played that game 10 times and beaten it 10 times, if not more. Mm-hmm. I can pick that game up and play it and never get bored. I can remember every scene, everything that's about to happen next. Uh, the only thing I haven't done is platinum the PS4 version and 100 percent it. It's the only thing I haven't done. And beat Sephiroth. That's it. But, you know. Sephiroth. That's because it's too busy clapping Mario. I know. Red Calico says, my TARDIS tattoo blesses your timeline for more Doctor Who joy. When we, you know, I want to get some more Doctor Who stuff. If we ever make partner on Twitch, we'll do some Doctor Who stuff. I'd love to do some, some like Doctor Who alerts and stuff. I think it'd be really cool. Um, So we've got uh, a lot of stuff to read. So what we'll do is we'll cover all like the games and stuff first, and then we'll go back and go into comfort foods just because again a lot of people wrote in so yeah if you're listening and you did write in to the show thank you thank you so much and uh if you're listening i hope you enjoy all the stuff we talk about also uh real quick you jogged my memory this is gonna be very on brand it's gonna make you laugh my comfort video game series is god of war Yeah, I know. Zeph is a perfect perfect Chad. Perfect Chad. (laughs) Hands down. Like, my God. Zeph is... Favorite game series, God of War. Yep. I'm, uh... Who could have guessed? Anyhow, on with the joy. Okay, so I'm trying to find all of these from the start. Okay, so we have... So Frog Dad from the Discord server uh, wrote in... And he said that his comfort game uh, depends on if he has someone to play with. So Halo and Borderlands 3 are very big because he Mm. plays them with his brother and uh, they're kind of separated by states. Uh, But if he's on his own, he'll play either Team Fortress 2 Mm -hmm. uh, or Apex because, you know, uh, they cannot be comforting, I guess, is what he's saying. And then... uh, Let's see. We have some uh, some fellow content creators. Uh, Franklin Turtz, who has been in chat, has said uh, his comfort game is definitely For Honor or Rocket League, which I think is really cool. Very Good picks. Like, there's some chill games in this list. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Who else? Who else I got here? So... Okay, Fusion writes into us and he says that his comfort game nowadays is Pokemon Go. And he says that he spends a lot of time in there every day checking on things and he gives the company credit. He said the game is a load better now and it's more improved compared to when it first came out. Um, and my friend John wrote in and he said his favorite uh, comfort show is... Uh, survivor and uh, okay 
Any any like online games that I guess you can play with your friends. And uh NFL. He likes he likes watching his football. Yeah, you know, that can be kind of nice just kicking back on a Sunday, not really caring who wins, but just sitting there just mm -hmm. just watching. Um so my friend Joe wrote in and said that his uh his comfort TV show is Two and a Half Men and uh anything WWE from the last two decades. And then finally, Pop and Lock wrote in, which you guys all know, and he said his go-to comfort game is Planet Zoo. He just pops that on. Okay. He sits back. He lets all those animal noises hit him, and he just like mellows out. So it's a nice pick. It's a lot of. It's a. It's a lot of like non-hectic games. Like Borderlands is a very mindless. Like you know, drop in and just shoot literally yep. point and shoot um apex and for honor like a little more tactical rocket league is another one of those you know just kind of jump in and play and uh and go on with it just go i still can't get over favorite game series got a <laughs> i mean i am nothing if not on brand yeah that's that's true that's very true so uh anyone in chat if you guys didn't write in while I look for these other ones on Instagram, what were your what's your go to comfort game? Like, what do you play when you just want to feel better? Right. There are no wrong answers. There are no wrong answers. Like just whatever game you could literally be like Mario teaches typing and I will say, OK. <laughs> Red Calico says. <laughs> Red Calico says. The ultimate comfort game for millennials is Injustice 2 because you can play multiple characters with PhDs and no student loan debt. Uh, my heart. He's not wrong. He's 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 not wrong at all. So uh, on Instagram, we had a couple people uh, write into us as well, and let me pull those up. So the big face on Instagram says. Their comfort game is World of Warcraft. That's nice. That's a nice. That's a nice pick. And uh, Fire Tiger Water Heart also said World of Warcraft is their comfort game. So that's another game you can kind of just kind of chill and just sit back and. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go fishing today. I can't fish in real life, but man, I'm gonna level up my fishing. Um. Unique in chat says Rainbow Six Siege because I'm a gremlin when I'm alone. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. So Zeph. Yeah. It's okay, Unique. You're not alone. So those were games. Um, and I think for me, it's <laughs> Fire, Tiger, Water, Heart, the four <laughs> elements. I know, dude. Everything Gotta... changed from the Tiger Nation attacked. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> No, everything it's still fire because the Fire Nation's still there. Yeah, it's but just... when the Tiger Nation attacks, you're done, oh. dude. It's led by a Shogun Joe exotic. A Shogun Joe exotic. He just looks it's at you. Over. <laughs> you are never gonna financially recover from this Tiger Lord Joe <laughs> exotic. So, I think when it comes to game, like like my my game, my comfort game is actually like the most nostalgic game I have. Because mm -hmm. I can remember almost every instance of playing Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah. Um. So, I think that's why I just connect with it so much. 
because it is a very nostalgic game for me. Mm -hmm. And now let's get into the second half of this question. Comfort food. Now, comfort foods are generally very rich, very dense. Red Calico says everything changed when the Heart Nation invaded as we all cried at the Zuko Redemption arc. Oh. My heart. Um, comfort foods are usually very heavy. They're very dense. They're very filling and warm. And, you know. Do you have a comfort food? Like, is there just a food that... When you eat it, it's just like, oh, man. Like, it hits the spot every time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I would thinking. say that favorite comfort snack food just like real basic oreos uh, now, but if now, we're talking like a comfort meal do you do you pair your oreos with a uh with a glass of milk uh only sometimes i'm really just in it for the oreo you know don't get me wrong the glass of milk would potentially optimize but i am okay with just like sitting there with an oreo in my prison cell with a glass of water um it's i'm really just in it for the oreo I don't, I don't need to optimize because the hey, Oreo man. itself is optimal. Hey, man, sometimes uh, it's all you need. Sometimes it's literally sometimes it's all you need, man. You literally. just come home and you have you your Oreo need, and you're you like, You just ah. need America's favorite cookie. Like, that's yep. it. Uh, but favorite, like, meal, comfort meal. Um, <clears throat> and, okay, so I should have specified, but it does not have to be, like, home-cooked. Like, it could be, like, takeout, mm. fast food, like, just anything that you just like when it's one of those days and you're like you know what this is yeah. what i need uh you know no i'm gonna say it. mom's homemade like matzo ball soup it just doesn't oh. miss it's a oh. rare thing right because it's like a seasonal thing mm -hmm. but it mm -hmm. just does not miss okay um so Salt, salt with the quotes today. <laughs> I don't need to optimize Oreo because the Oreo itself is optimal. Yep. What's up, Purge? We're talking about your favorite comfort food and your favorite comfort video game. You can drop those in chat if you want. Um. So, I think my okay, like my favorite comfort snack that I could just like eat. Mm -hmm. It's hard, right? Because, like, there's seasonal snacks that, like, I need. Um, no, I know what I said, Salt. They're America's favorite cookie. And you, no one I will mean, change... No one will change my mind on that. Yeah, someone's saying they're not. Um. Oh. <laughs> so, I think probably my favorite, like, snack would be... Honestly, my grandma's Christmas cookies, which I just ate like three before mm -hmm. we started recording because like, you know, like the matzo ball soup, it only comes around that one season. Yeah, it's, it's it. When they're here, they're here for like five weeks and then they're gone. Mm -hmm. And I try to get as much in me as I can <clears throat> and just gobbling them up. Yep. Um. Because again, like those are very nostalgic for me too. It's something I look forward to like every year. So especially this year, like those cookies just hit, yeah, all the time. So um, for for me also, like the soup, it's kind of a kung fu panda thing. Like I know inherently that it's basically just 
chicken noodle soup, but now it's got matzo balls in it. Mm-hmm. And but like, you just believe that it's special. And we're gonna get very just deep and esoteric here, but you believe that it's special and you have it, and you're like, that is it. That's the eleven out of ten. That's yeah. the best meal on earth. Like that's it. Yeah, that's the same thing with the cookies. Like, yep, there is no cookie better than my grandma's Christmas cookies. Yeah, exactly. And like, like, okay, the, for for frame of reference, before we started this podcast, I had two peanut butters, a peanut butter blossom, which is just a peanut butter cookie with a Hershey kiss on it, and a chocolate chip cookie. There is no chocolate chip cookie on the face of this earth that hits quite like my grandma's. Now, my fiance. Mm-hmm arguably also one of the best chocolate chip cookies but like my grandma makes these pecan tartlets for christmas those are the best cookies those those are like she makes them literally for me because i'm the only one that eats them yeah um salt says those frosted sugar cookies slap and if you don't think so you're wrong i agree people sleep on those frosted sugar cookies sorbot sometimes come in clutch Hell's Perch says his go-to comfort food is wings, just because. Can't agree more, dude. Wings are, you know. Wings slap. Uh, I think if we're going to go my favorite comfort meal, if I'm going to go with that, is uh, definitely got to be um, a cheeseburger and french fries. Yeah. Uh, okay, I got I got another anecdote for that. But go ahead, and finish your thought. Um, not even like from anywhere specifically, um, but just like a cheeseburger mm-hmm. and French fries. No, you know what? I'm sorry, I changed my mind. It's my grandpa's recipe for barbecue beef. It's that because that is mm-hmm. one of those meals that, like the matzo ball soup. <laughs> slaps at 110% every single time and I'm lucky if I get it twice a year yep I get it on my birthday and like that's almost about it and it always slaps and it's always worth it so what's your uh, what's your anecdote about the burger because burger might be number two uh okay so there is a place in Maryland Mm -hmm. called Sunshine Burger and there is a rule, like kind of a thing, you know, that if you've never been to Sunshine Burger, then you can't be told where it is. Somebody's got to take you. Okay. Okay. Like they're not just be, oh yeah, you know, you uh, you take a left down here and you take this road. And yeah, it's right there. No, you cannot be told where Sunshine Burger is. You have to be taken there for your first time. It has to be a quest. Okay. A quest. You the, mightiest, it's a quest. the mightiest quest. Yep. So you show up to Sunshine Burger. Mm-hmm. And you walk in the back. And people can just tell when it's somebody else's first time there. Because, like, really? they're trying to play it real cool. Because it's like you've built it up into this thing, right? And so they're not sure what to expect when you walk in the front door. Because it's very unsuspecting. Oh, and dude. So, like, that's great. You know, like just like you nod and everybody's like oh hey what's up but like they can tell when someone's never been to sunshine before <laughs> and uh-huh. so you walk in the back you walk to the grill and it's this little old grandma back by the grill and she just nods at you what are you having and you know you rattle off your order looks at the other person who's never been there before hey what are you having and like they don't really know how to answer 
and they just kind of like muddle through it and she's very patient to get it all together and then when you finally sit down with this perfectly made burger and i, I mean perfect right you sit there and yeah. it's at the end of the quest and it's just the best burger it just hits different it hits hard enough to cook an entire just oh, oh my god it I'm slaps be, right. so hard okay I'm it's gonna a be quest honest. it's a quest i'm gonna be yeah. i'm gonna be honest with you if someone ever took me there like if i ever ended up in a, mm-hmm. in a place like that i would literally get i would if i'd let the person who brought me order and when little burger grandma goes what are you having i literally go to her i'm gonna be like i'll have the same mm-hmm. i don't care there you go like, i'm just gonna be like i'll, I'll what he's having and that's it you sit down yep. you, you drink your burger and that's that's gonna be my experience yeah but uh that burger's gonna hit different anyhow oh i bet um Salt says his actual comfort food is probably a good bowl of spicy ramen. That's a good pick. That's Dude. a really good pick. Spicy ramen hits all the time. So we'll do Instagram first this time. Um, and then we'll go through other write-ins we got. So the big face on Instagram said their comfort food is Cool Ranch Doritos. Which, man, you okay. know what? Okay. Cool Ranch was my go-to as a child. As an adult, sweet and spicy chili. That's just okay. me. That's just me. Um, so we'll do the friends and then we'll do the Discord uh, write-ins. So Fusion wrote in and said, uh, coffee and beer are uh, his comfort drinks. Anything fried for comfort food. Chocolate mac and cheese and a pizza so this dude's got like a, a three-course mm. meal lined up right okay um okay. but he is he is the friend in our group that will like never pass up pizza i mean sometimes you just gotta go for it right mm-hmm. so we sometimes have, it's all the time um so uh my friend john wrote in he said uh his comfort drinks either coffee or beer mm-hmm. uh okay but he likes a nice cigar on his porch mm. so not food but you know I'll, I'll 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 take it we'll allow it um so my friend joe said that uh his comfort food is pizza mexican food chinese food and cold stone mm. this kid will get cold stone every opportunity he gets that's his go-to um okay all right i respect it my friend i forgot to mention this before uh Lord Krem writes in and said that his uh, his comfort show was One Piece or Vampire Diaries. <laughs> uh, he lo- dude, he loves his One Piece and his comfort food is uh pizza. Okay. Uh Pop and Lock. Pizza. Dude, uh, yeah, I'm going to get into that. Pop and Lock said uh coffee is definitely one of his comforts. Uh Reese's peanut butter cups and cheese. The man likes his cheese. I can I will not deny that. Pop, if you're in here, you can confirm. But you get a nice plate of mozzarella in front of this kid and he'll he enjoys himself. Just goes in. He goes in. So Franklin Turtz wrote in about the food as well, and he says his go-to is either chicken cutlets or cheesesteak. Which are good picks. That's very Philly of you. You can't you can't you can't miss a uh, a nice cheesesteak. Uh, and I think that's everybody that wrote in this week. 
Uh, no. Frog Dad said uh, his comfort food is uh, pizza. It's changed. It, he said it's changed a lot over the years, but it's pizza. Um, so we had a lot of pizza write-ins. Unique Rainbow said his comfort food is chipotle. Also very good. Very nice. Um, yeah, we had a lot of pizza write-ins. I mean, pizza is pretty much perfect in all forms. Like we, we can argue over toppings and what is the optimal pizza slice, but I think we can all agree that pizza just slaps. Is there uh, great. is there anything that you don't try to optimize? Uh, no. Literally, I am so type A that it hurts. Ooh. <laughs> um, it doesn't hurt me. It hurts other people. I'm great, but yeah. Well, my fiance just said her grandma high fived her for hitting that chick. Let's go. Let's go. You better scramble like an egg before you get folded like an omelet, bitch. <laughs> that Vine audio lives in my head rent free. Um, but yeah, so I think that's it. I think that's everything we just this this one was just kind of like a write in and and read off what everybody said. Um, so, yeah, if you did write in, I want to thank you for writing into the show, and I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, as always, we record this live at 6 p.m. Eastern on Thursdays over on Twitch. The link for that is in the description down below. You can also find Zeph's link for his Twitch, and you can watch him deliver cookies live on stream to all the good little guardians in Destiny. Um... Like I mentioned at the top of the episode, we will be taking a two-week hiatus for the holidays, uh, just because New Year's Eve and Christmas Eve fall on a Thursday. So instead of recording the podcast and doing a stream, I might do a little just personal thing. I don't know. Probably not. But we will see you at the start of the new year. But before we go, I just want to mention... Let me pull this up real quick, because I noticed this the other day when I was looking at stats for the show. Um, do you know it's been over a year of the LFG cast? Oh, very cool. Yeah, the podcast is like one years old, guys. I didn't realize it until I was going know. through everything. Um, actually, funnily, funnily enough, the first episode aired November 29th of last year so huge it's yeah we've had a total of this will be episode 42 we've done 42 episodes we've had purge on for the longest time zeph has been on for the longest time now um i can't wait we're also we're also gearing up towards 50 so episode 50 maybe we'll do something fun Maybe we'll do like a big round table or, uh, you know, I don't know. We'll see what we'll see what people think. My goal for the new year, because I also think this is like a nice little segue mm -hmm. uh, with the show is to get more people on the show. Yeah, um, because it's, you know, it's kind of been like cemented that like <laughs> I need a co-host because I feel like I don't do the show as well um i mean it's easier when you have someone to bounce ideas off of even oh, if it's yeah. like just a little thing 
you know, and it helps that we both nerd out about Destiny. I mean, it do. It do be helping. <laughs> Idea. We need guests for the podcast sometimes. Yes, we do. Uh, this is the last one of this year. We've done it. We've solved the universe. We did, guys. Mm-hmm. This podcast will be probably going up Saturday, so just in time. Um, but yeah, so we're going to take the podcast to episode 50 and beyond, and uh, we'll just keep talking about stuff. Uh, as uh, always, go ahead. I'm going to be real upset if you don't name that one two in 50 and beyond. Ooh. I'm going to be real upset. Like, I'm Ep- telling you right now. Ooh. Well, then that's what it's going to be. Episode 50. <laughs> it Literally, the title card will say episode 50, two in 50 and beyond. Excellent. Beautiful. <laughs> um, You are a bad bitch. Hey, everyone in chat, uh, at Phantasma and tell her she's a bad bitch. <laughs> Years of right academy now. training would be wasted. Um, I'd do it right now. Everyone in chat, make her day. Let's make her feel like the bad bitch she is. <laughs> you may be tiny, but you be mighty. That's right. Where is it? Where's your name? You're family friendly. There we go. There we go, chat. There we go. It's okay, Unique. But, uh... But, yeah. So, the hope for the future is that we get some more people on. Uh, I do have some people... You have been recognized by the council, both Jedi and City, as a bad bitch. <laughs> I love it. Um... <laughs> yeah, Unique's got the... Unique has the best quote in, the, in all of my stream. Uh... But before we keep on rambling, uh, let's uh, let's wrap this up. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, all the links will be in the description down below. And until next time, have a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. Whatever the holiday you celebrate, have a happy holiday. Don't forget to lift, feast, and game. And we'll see you in the new year. Bye-bye.